0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And joining me for this episode is Lindsay. Hey, Lindsay. Hi. And Jenny. And Lindsay, you can wave and people see it now.
1: (laughs) I love it. It's a delight.
0: (laughs) Um, And Jenny's here with her beautiful Barbie hair. Yep. Hello, Jenny. Hi, Becky. Um, And then Amanda. Hello, Amanda. Hi, Becky. Um, Amanda is here. But she might also be um, watching a football <laughs> game <laughs> or Maybe. score checking. Um, Maybe. So I forgot to do our reading commercial. So I'm going to do that now. Um, imagine being on a date at a pricey restaurant to have your date leave before paying the bill. Next thing you know, your super hot boss shows up, looking for your. If you're looking for your next spicy read. Check out Rebecca Gallo's upcoming release, Relentless Pursuits, releasing January 26th and Kindle Unlimited. Relentless Pursuits is a billionaire, close proximity, co-worker romance with primal kink and a plus size heroine. And like I said, it will be available on January 26th and will be free with Kindle Unlimited. Um, okay. It was a week in Romance Landia, you guys. That was, I wish we could go one week where people behave.
2: It's not going to
1: happen. It seems worse now that there's TikTok. Like when TikTok really took off, this stuff kind of amplified. Didn't seem to be as frequent when it was just bookstagram.
0: Well, but book Twitter has always been like a toxic cesspool of chaos. Lots of That's bad just Twitter. That's just Twitter. All those yeah. hot takes. <laughs> um. So our term of the week this week Anyway, if you want to check up on catch up on the drama, you can follow me buzzing about romance on TikTok. I kind of did a little bit of a response to someone behaving badly over there. Um, so the romance term of the week is inspired by Gretchen. She asked us to define the phrase hand necklace. So she asked if this was the same thing as choking. And in technicality, it is not. So a hand necklace is going to be just slight pressure on the neck um, and holding the heroine or the hero, whoever, you know, is the receiver of the necklace um, in place. It could be done, you know, in the midst of passion, a kiss, um, all sorts of scenarios where it is used. But... The pressure is going to be not as intense as if they were choking. So that is a hand necklace.
2: And you can show like demonstrations since we're on video.
0: Right. So, you know, (laughs) whatever. I don't have much of a neck. Um, So, again, my Google search is the most colorful thing in the whole wide world. (laughs) Nothing incognito. Um so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are tackling um the uh friends to lovers trope. So, you know, that's a good time, right? Yes. yes. Um it is one of the hardest tropes to do in a way that makes sense and is believable and that is the hill i am willing to die on this episode.
1: Yeah, i agree with you. I don't dislike
0: this trope,
1: but i will say it is it is the most prone to some of my most pet peeviest pet peeves in romance. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Lindsay and My- I are probably
0: <laughs> team dissenters of friends to lovers being the most um the best trope yeah. versus and apparently Jenny's got machetes. Yeah. Jenny and Amanda are on team Friends to Lovers.
1: Yes. I mean I like it, but there's a lot of things in here that I don't like. Like I have a really hard time with the concept that you are this close with someone for this long, yet they don't know that you're in love with them. You can't, you don't feel safe and comfortable admitting that you're in love with them. You don't want to ruin the friendship. Do you know what happens when one of the friends in the relationship gets married? Like it's going to happen at some point that things will change. So I don't know. Like I just, there's a lot of things that I have issues with, with it, But the ones, like when I do find one that's really well written or does not have my pet peeves in it, it's like one of my top reads.
0: Yeah. I do. I agree with that, Lindsay, because there are friends to lovers books that I do enjoy. And they end up being a top read because the author was able to um, build a story in such a way that I liked it. I enjoyed it. I believed in their HEA. And oftentimes the authors don't use the kind of standard tropes of friends to lovers, some of the standard steps. And I'm going to say this, and I think I'll get pushback from this, but I think that miscommunication is imperative for friends to lovers. Like you cannot have a friends to lovers romance without miscommunication because it falls under miscommunication of, um, like objects and obstacles because the friendship is the obstacle and it leads to miscommunication. Unless there's
1: distance or some other force at play, because all the ones that I have that are my top wrecks, I don't know. There is a little bit of miscommunication, but I would say like, it's not necessarily unknown the feelings It's more like they have been in a friend situation because of distance between them or some other factor that makes sense that does not result in the miscommunication or the deception.
0: Okay, so let's give the basic of friends to lovers trope. Friends to lovers trope in romance typically involves two characters who start as friends and gradually, slow burn, develop feelings for each other. Key points include... Um, So before I get to my key lists of the trope, does length of friendship matter in friends to lovers? How do you define friends to lovers? What's the length? How long do they have to be friendly?
3: So I broke it down to like, there's like the former friends, then like some kind of estrangement happens, they lose contact, and then something else happens that they're like back in each other's lives i think those are more commonly like enjoyed by a larger percentage of people um and then there's like the friends or the lovers to friends to lovers like they were former lovers they become friends again and then they go back to lovers And there's also like new friendships. Like we read books where like we see them from the beginning of their friendship all the way to their HEA. And then also like later in life friendships,
0: like not childhood. Yeah. Friends to lovers. What about friends with benefits? Is that in the friends to lovers umbrella?
3: For me, it is not because it's like, for me, that's, kind of the opposite you start with the sexual relationship and go to the friendship
0: okay amanda what do you think does length of friendship matter
2: no i don't really like think that there's a, a time limit on it because i think typically mine tend to be a little the ones that i like the most are a little unconventional there may be newer friends um or even their friends via another friend or Something to that effect.
0: So I had that thought because I was looking at a book, um, Dr. Mistake by Jay Salmon today. And I classify that as friends to lovers because the heroine, but it's also brother's best friend.
2: So I will. So that's my other thing is all of my top friends to lovers are also siblings best friend. Because a lot of times for me, they're hand in hand. And siblings best friend is my favorite trope.
0: Right. And so those like they're in the same circle but are they really is there really a friendship between them?
2: There are in the ones that I picked. I mean I don't think that's always the case with a sibling's best friend, but right. I think it can be depending on how they grew up.
0: Okay. What do you got on sibling's best friends as friends to lovers? Lindsay. I did what not do I have? include them.
1: I categorized them totally differently because a lot of the ones that I like like they were close, but because of that brother element, it's like They're not as close as they could be. Yeah. Like they're more acquaintance-like than close friend. So Uh, I didn't include any of (laughs) those.
0: So key points to friends to lovers tropes will be established friendship. The characters begin with the strong foundation of friendship, knowing each other well. Realization of feelings, one or both characters start to realize they have romantic feelings beyond friendship. The ones that drive me bonkers are when both friends have feelings and nobody will yeah. say a word. And that's miscommunication. Um, yeah, I agree with that. That's why that Cassandra, um, I have it, Cassandra Miller or Cassie Miller book, The Wild Side. That's the one I had to DNF that one because it had the word but 634 yeah. times six hundred and thirty four times i love him I but i want to is be with on the her, bingo card but six put that on the bingo card i don't know if that's on the bingo card or not <laughs> six hundred and thirty four times you guys if you're both feeling something that's miscommunication though because it's unspoken it um okay internal conflict Characters may grapple with the internal conflict, fearing that expressing romantic feelings could jeopardize the friendship. And I think this is the part that Lindsay and I agree on, that this fear that seems to paralyze the characters in admitting their feelings is done so over the top that it's annoying.
1: Yeah. Or it's like a deception thing. Like there was one friends to lovers that I read recently when like they find out the other one has feelings, they're, they view it as a betrayal, even though they wind up falling in love. Like they view it as a betrayal. Like it is deception. Like you're seeing someone as regularly as they're seeing them, you're being very vulnerable with them. And yet you don't feel comfortable being honest. Well, and I don't know. I just like, and there's always like that fear of like ruining the friendship, but I also think like as an adult, you see relationships change. And if you are that close with someone, why not take the risk? Because it either works or it doesn't. It is literally one way or the other. It is literally you either marry the person (laughs) or or it doesn't. um, I looked this up on Reddit. I Googled it on Reddit (laughs) too.
0: Um (laughs) Reddit research. Yes. (laughs) Valid research. From Lindsay via Reddit.
1: How do friends to lovers turn out in real life? It is one way or the other. It either is like, you are done, the friendship is dead, and they're not really that upset about it long-term, or you get married and it's the best thing that ever happened to both of you. That's it.
3: Well, and I would agree. Like, that's the, like, you said adult, like, thing to do. Like, that shows the immaturity of the character when they're, like, not willing to like even give it a chance because then what's the other option
0: so if you have if you have one character that has feelings and a friend's still lovers and the other one hasn't quite caught up yet and the one character decides to like hide their feelings that's deception trope
1: oh yeah and that is why I really did not like a certain book I can bring it up if you want say it
2: so I need to know now. <laughs>
1: it's the the T's by Melanie Harlow. It's um oh. their friends. He's a billionaire and like they wind up staying in this house together and like they're pursuing their feelings, but I really deeply disliked that book because there is so much deception. They treat each other very poorly in their romantic relationship because they're being so dishonest about their feelings and I'm like your best friends. How can you, how can you feel like you can't be honest with someone that you're allegedly like you're most vulnerable with right. and you're and most, how do you not like, know?
3: No. <laughs> but I, like, how do you not know they're like decepting? Like, so I don't know. I have, like, have if one. I
0: lie about something Becky's going to know.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. I... But I have one that's a deception trope that was a five-star read for me and a top read in 2021. I need to know what this is. Faded and Bloom by Julia Wolf. She has feelings. He doesn't. He doesn't realize that they have kind of been dating. They're neighbors and best friends. They do this whole mutual masturbation thing together. And she just never comes out and says, We're in a relationship, but he's an idiot. He I was thinks- going to
2: say hi. How does he not know <laughs> if they're he's, doing like marriage like, okay. with he's, all your
0: friends? He's a rock star and he's just never been in a relationship. So he doesn't realize that this is more than a friendship. Like he just doesn't have that ability, I guess. Uh, but that also has great plan B reps. So anyway, highly encourage uh, Faded. Which, faded Becky, which
2: was the one that we did? I think it was Layla Hagan. There was a Layla Hagan one that drove me nuts and I can't, I think we did it for like a book club on like Facebook or something.
0: Yeah. Well, there's, but lots they were like of, friends. Yeah. There's lots yeah. of Layla Hagan ones that drive. Are there? Okay. Yeah. I, I can't think of the name. Um, Was it, Um, was it in her current Maxwell series? I think. I think, I think so. They're, they go
2: down to Florida. I think it's, maybe, I think it's like a spinoff of something. I don't remember. I don't, yeah.
0: But (laughs) I struggle with a lot of Layla Hagan friends to lovers because, so that's another thing. And that would be something for you and Jenny, are there authors you believe that do friends to lovers better than anything else? Yes. And if you say Penny Reed, that is on the bingo board. (laughs) So Jenny, who does friends to lovers the best? Besides Penny Reed? Besides <laughs> Penny Reed. Seriously, one of Sydney's squares on the bingo cards, it was Jenny recommends Penny Reed.
3: Oh, man. I have quite a few Penny Reed books on here. But um, I would also say that Cambria Herbert does Friends to Lovers really well, Um, mostly in her mail mail books, Um, because oftentimes like one is out and the other one isn't or They have a different relationship before they have a romantic relationship. Um, Allie Winters does friends to lovers really well. She does a lot of new adult friends to lovers. So they kind of have like a college relationship of like
0: class or whatever it may be. What about you, Amanda? Are there certain authors you think that do exceptional friends to lovers?
2: I think the most, probably the most ones I've had on mine were Natasha Madison. So
0: yeah, I like a lot of hers. I have a Natasha Madison one too. Um, Only one regret, yeah, which is I have that best one on friends Earth, to lovers. Yeah, um, that's real, and, and that's a book I really, really enjoyed and I liked. Uh, but then there are other ones. The not the last one in the Southern wedding, but the th- book three in this last group,
2: yeah. I remember you saying that you didn't... I like that one okay though. i I still I still yeah. liked it. um, but, yeah, I think the only other person I had on there, like more than once was Catherine Cowles. She... but they were also siblings best friend,
0: yeah, because I had falling but falling embers, yeah, I have Catherine. that one too, but that and one is more broken spirit. But that one is more oh, former friends. Yeah, that's true. Because that's the other thing that we kind of touched on a little bit is where do you classify former friends?
2: Yeah, they had a falling out. So. Is that
0: under the friends to lovers umbrella? Because you have that shared history. Because I have quite yeah, a I few former friends to lovers. I think. It, I
2: mean, I think it counts because I had one. I have that one on my list too, and then I had another one which I forgot to write down, and I'm. Um, blanking on it right now but um yeah I think it counts
3: I think it counts because you have that kind of sense that you knew this person before and kind of learning what has changed about them and what has stayed the same becomes part of the slot usually
0: yeah what about never and forever by Britt Benson is that childhood friends former friends how would you classify that one because it's definitely friends to lovers-esque I think it counts as both of those. Yeah, I put it on both. You put it for both. Um, So here's the next question. Why do you think so many people love friends to lovers? So So a lot of people love
1: Slow Burn, but I think a lot of people like them or I particularly like them because you get to see some really good pining heroes in these books.
2: That's a good point.
1: Yeah, I was like the pining hero. That is number one reason why you should like Friends to Lovers or read them if you haven't.
0: Um, Why do you think so many? I have a reason. I have reasons why I think people like Friends to Lovers. I think they're low I angst.
2: I, yeah, I think I think a lot of them can be low angst. I think some can be very angsty if there's a lot of that internal push and pull. But I think, yeah, I think that's a big part of it, it's the low angst.
0: And I think with friends to lovers, you get automatic built-in emotional tension. Nobody has to work hard for the emotions. It's more speaking out the emotions than working hard to get the emotions.
3: I think that's well, yeah, point. especially if it's like an already established friendship, right? Like you already have an investment in this relationship and are gonna care.
2: I think that's another point too, is you don't get that so much of them trying to figure each other out. They already know each other. So there's like a familiarity in their relationship already. So you're not getting that. Oh, well now I have to learn that they had, you know, an ex-wife or they have this crazy ex or like their family is whatever. It's like that, that built-in like knowledge of each other that I think creates this you know, maybe creates a familiarity for you as well as the reader because you're getting all of this information, like you feel like you know them already too. Maybe
0: so that brings up another point. So, a lot of people within the community don't like a lot of times when the hero will have a past and the heroine has just kind of been around and doesn't have the past. So, you've seen the hero, he has an ex wife. He's had a previous relationship and all the while maintained this friendship with the heroine. So does that, especially if the heroine hasn't had a relationship, does that bug you in Friends to Lovers? Or do you just kind of accept it because they have that established friendship relationship?
1: Yes and no. It can be done really well. Two of the books on my list, the hero is like busy man whoring around and then something happens to bring them back together. Like he's whoring around while they're in the friendship that she knows there's no secrets, um, and so those two like Danica Flynn score her heart. They're friends. Like that book hits a lot of like my favorite tropes, like jilted bride, uh, Vegas wedding. They get married. Um, he has been in love with her, but he's playing hockey, and then she moves into the city with him, and like things progress from there. So no issues. With the concept of like how they get together and then the Bangover by Lily Valenti like he's a rock star he's been off touring he's been away she's a writer living in their hometown their small hometown, and they go on like this Vegas trip and that's when they like get together. Um, so like there's some kind of catalyst there that brings them together, but it's not like a sticking point for them because. It's not like they've been in love while this is happening. Like he in score her heart, like he's the one who's in love with her. She's been in a long-term relationship. She's unattainable, but
0: he's out banging other people while supposedly being in love with her. Like, I know that that it does not bug me. I don't have a problem with that, but I know that that's a sticky wicket for a lot of readers. Like I see on Jenny's face. She's like, "Eh, no, (laughs) no, Yeah, I would be like... "Mm." But how do you reconcile something like that in Friends to Lovers? Like, he loves her, but he's been off doing things to people. Well, I think it
3: goes back to, like, what Lindsay was saying
0: earlier. If he loves
3: her, but she's in a long-term relationship, like, he's made a choice, like, not to declare his feelings and maybe is making poor coping decisions. Maybe like that's
1: a pretty hard barrier. Like how do you have a friendship where you love someone and they are getting married to another person? Like you have to respect that, I think.
0: I would agree. So Stacy brings up she likes fake relationship and a common trope for friends to lovers is the fake relationship um and that makes it a little easier because you have that fake relationship piece um and we saw that in weston by samantha whiskey you know they get and
1: <sighs> so we talked a lot about the falcon fall series last year jesse's book which one is that is that that's not i forget the broken one it. yeah the broken, the broken one. one he has they've been in love forever pretty much and he just will not act on it and then they wind up being in a fake marriage situation that is
2: also a sibling's best friend. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. And so to <laughs> to hit Amanda's like little checkbox there, To Love Jason Thorne by Ella Mays, their childhood friends to lovers, fake relationship and sibling's best friend.
2: See, right. I would be all over that. I'm actually reading a Nalini Singh right now. That's a, they're a, it's a fake relationship. They're kind of like friends, like frenemies kind of growing up together situation. But yeah, I, I like the fake relationship part. That's another- That's another really good second trope to have for me for friends to lovers.
0: Um, Okay. So another thing is communication. Oftentimes friends to lovers, in my opinion, is riddled with miscommunication. But honest communication eventually becomes crucial for the successful transition as characters need to express feelings and concerns. And that's a lot of times what happens in the dark moment in fake relationships, too, is that. Crucial communication that sometimes doesn't happen very well. But I think you also get it in uh, friends with benefits. Because, yeah, that's true. I
3: can, yeah, I can see that.
0: Which is why I think that a, a a trope like friends to benefits really does fit under the friends to lovers um, umbrella. It might be on the outer ring, <laughs> but there are a lot of key points in those kinds of books that hit the same. you know I
2: think it just it depends on like at what point in their relationship they start you know, having more than like a French friend relationship. So like if they just start out like sleeping together and then they become friends, I think it kind of falls outside of it. but if they're friendly first and then they start kind of sleeping together like the um, I think if you're like coaching, Like, you know, if they're doing like sex lessons Mm -hmm. or something like that. The Sebastian guarantee. Yeah.
0: You know, they're friends, childhood friends. That's by Krista Sandor. They're childhood friends. And she needs not just sex coaching, but like just life coaching to pull herself together so she stops eating hot dogs and being weird. And Sebastian steps in to help her. And then they fall for each other.
1: So Leah and I did a quick shot on feels like love by Jenner Hartley. And that's one of the sex lessons with the brother's best friend, but they're friends as well. They know each other really well. And that's also like a, I would say forced proximity because he, or maybe close proximity because he is like his home is impacted. So he has to live somewhere else. And like, for whatever reason, her house is the only one that has space for him to
0: crash at.
1: I like that one a lot. I like that whole series.
0: (laughs) I know you do. Um, So I think that what hits for Jenny, at least I know, is the realism of friends to lovers. In real life, many romantic relationships do start from friendship. And that makes the friends to lovers trope relationship to audiences that they have experienced or witnessed similar situations in their own lives. And I think we talked about this a little bit previous my personal relationship was instant connection. You know, blind date kind of situation. So that works. And I love that trope. Jenny is a friends to lovers. Very much. So I do wonder if your own real life experience plays into how you like a trope. But also there were no guys that were my friends that I wanted. Anyway, <laughs> they were fine for somebody else. Um. Okay, so we did decide that former friends to lovers is part of the friends to lovers um. But what about when the former friends are now enemies or rivals, not really enemies. Well, they could be enemies if they have a history of something feuding.
2: I mean, I think it still falls under that same vein. Yeah. I mean, you are you may have like the in-between because I, you see it troped out now. It'll say friends to enemies to lovers. Like I see that, you know, come up when people are promoting books or whatever. And I still think it falls under. It still falls under friends to lovers, I think, anyway.
0: So, Jenny, are there any friends to lovers romances that have missed the mark for you? Have you ever read a friends to lovers that you were like, what the hell? And I'm not talking about bad writing. I'm right. talking about like the story missed the mark.
3: Um, like when I was doing this looking for Rex, um one of the things I thought was like friends to lovers, it's really hard to stand alone as a trope, like you need something else to make it good. Um, but yeah, like wasted words by Stacy Hart. Like I usually love Stacy's books but that was one of those like both of them are like oh I'm gonna ruin this relationship they're also roommates but like Jesus just somebody say something so was that book lack of
0: chemistry then
3: for me yes yeah
0: because that's something I've noticed too in the friends to lovers that I don't like it's because they're beige walls like Ablaze by squatty mh It was a, it was beige walls. There was no chemistry, no splash of anything in that book. What about you, Amanda? Are there friends to lovers books that you've read that you're like, oh, Becky's right.
2: I, I, I didn't know you were going to ask me this. Um, so I was not, I don't have a list prepared, but I did read one recently and they're going to come for me. So, um, always mine by Laura Pavlov did nothing for me. I just, I tried it recently and it it was fine. There's nothing wrong with the book, but I was just so disinterested on whether or not they were actually going to finally, you know, be in a relationship. And there was even some, there was some, you know, sex coaching in that one. And I was just like, I'm so bored. I DNF did it 47%. So
0: stay tonight by Kaylee Ryan was one of those for me. And I love that series. I love the Kincaid brothers, but it was Just, I was not interested. I didn't care about their story. And there was just the lack of chemistry. And I also think sometimes in friends to lovers, authors rely heavily on you just, they just know each other, especially childhood friends. So we don't get the deep character development and the character development that comes with when you're in a relationship because it's all just perceived in the past
3: that's as you were talking I was thinking like you have to add more than just like the physical part of the relationship right like you can't just be friends to now we're friends that have sex like there has to be like some other like I don't know. You got to step the relationship up in other ways besides physical
0: intimacy. Like you can't just. Do you think authors in a friends to lovers trope rely too heavily on the fact that they're friends? That's basically what I'm saying is that we just believe that there's all this history. They're friends. And it almost feels abrupt. Sometimes the switch. Like we're friends. And now we're doing it
2: i can see that but i think this is this is where a flashback works really well sometimes you know i think with with Britt benson with the between now and forever like the whole flashback and the you know the original part of their you know friends relationship like i think that works really well sometimes to to help get through that situation
0: i think that also is what helped now I'm going to say this, and you two down there are going to be mad at me. But Matching All the Way by Veronica Eden. I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the book. It is friends to lovers. The flashbacks, the past history helped. But I think she spent too long. I think this was over-reliance on the trope of being a friend. We just spent such a long time in that friend zone and nobody took that step and i mean even when they were flirty texting it wasn't really relationship
3: that's hard because like the reason they're flirty texting is because like they
0: both matched on a dating app so like but nobody has the conversation i guess this is what it comes down to for me and it could be the same for Lindsay. i think I want the majority of my book reading experience of a couple for the couple to be a couple and figure out what it's like to be a couple. I don't want the majority of my reading experience being them apart and trying to figure out if we should get together. And this is part of the reason I don't read epilogues because we get to a point where, okay, we're a couple, fade, and then we get epilogue. And we spent 350 pages with them not really being together. But they were friends. So it's okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I also think this is why you and I don't like Megan Quinn. Yes.
0: <laughs> a thousand because, percent.
1: Because um, like when you were talking about like authors that we don't, who do this, that don't, we don't really like them. Megan Quinn writes a lot of Friends to Lovers. And almost all of the Friends to Lovers books that I read by her are some of my least favorite books ever because like there's either like eight year gaps between like when they cover the story and they actually get together or like in the virgin romance novelist series like she is so stupid about the friendship and so clueless and he's been like out with other girls they live together and then when they finally get together and he's been like in love with her like all the things that I hate so much miscommunication so much deception um I would classify like her book the dugout I would kind of classify that as a friends to lovers one and that's probably the only one that I like but I realize, like I tend to not read her like if I do like a Megan Quinn book it's Only because it's not a friends to lovers. Like her books that are not friends to lovers are pretty good. But when they're friends to lovers, I hate them. And it has really miscolored my perception of her as an author. And I feel bad for that. But also not because I don't like miscommunication and deception.
0: (laughs) I have one more reason I don't like friends to lovers. And then we will let Amanda and Jenny and Lindsay give us some reads. If you do like friends to lovers. I think oftentimes there is an unrealistic resolution. It is too perfect or it is too rushed. Um, with It doesn't address the complexity sometimes that happens with the transition from friends to lovers. And how this is going to change their perception of their relationship out in the world. But sometimes that can be the best
3: part too, right? If it's done well.
0: give me an example as somebody that does it well because like that's what happens with troublemaker by jessica peterson and it's stupid also she breaks the fourth wall and that's stupid so okay like matching all the way so they're together
3: but they keep it from her family yeah because they don't know how to deal with that but like that's part of the fun is them getting caught right
2: yeah, and I think that's back to that book. like i don't I don't think the the part that was maybe annoying you was the fact that they drew out the Prince to lovers so long. It was the fact that they waited to tell her brother because I mean, they were yeah. they were together. I think maybe that was that was more like maybe the the crux of that.
0: I just felt book. like they spent more time, like, driving in cars and laying in beds and doing nothing. And like, we didn't even have any real conversations about, you know, future and what things look like because neither one of them wanted to define what it was.
2: Yeah, I think just because they didn't want to, you know, tell her brother more than anything. Yeah. But well, yeah. and
3: he doesn't know if he's going to have a job,
0: right? Right. Or yeah, stay there. No, I know, you guys, I didn't say <laughs> I hated that book. I <laughs> forced her that book. But there was that was annoying to me. And I'll be honest, I skipped sections of that book. Because it just felt long and drawn out. And I wanted them together. I wanted them to celebrate their friendship. They were such a great couple. And the way they moved through the book was so great. But then we spent so much time being like, but we're not together.
3: So does like something else that annoys you, like when other people overlook them as a couple, like say they're friends to lovers, they get together. um, And then like all the people that know... This would probably be more small town trope, but like all the people that know them as friends, like don't even like acknowledge or think it's possible for them to be in a relationship because they're always together.
0: Yeah, Chosen by a Center by Michelle Hurd is a perfect example. I DNF'd that book. I love that series, and the couple is great together, but it's kind of like they're already together. And why did they need a their own book? And everybody was like, eh, they're just buddies. Okay. But it was, it was, I don't know. I didn't love it. You know, because it's friends to lovers. Um, Okay. So tell me some of your top friends to lovers. Let me know if it is best friends to lovers, childhood friends to lovers, former friends to lovers, how it classifies. Amanda, give me some books. Oh, you're going to make me go first.
2: I am. (laughs) All right, I have a lot. What do you want? Um- <laughs>
0: give me give me three and we'll come back around.
2: Okay, um, I have Two Fights by Nikki Castle on there. Um, that is the second book in her fight game series. And that one is a sibling's best friend. He is actually best friends with her sister. Um, and they grew up together and she was younger. so And then when the book starts, she's dating someone else who's a terrible person. And so they don't realize that they have an attraction to each other until after words um I really like that book it gets into some a little bit of like domestic kind of it's not abuse but he's like a gaslighter her her ex and it's just it's really well done I really like that one that's probably one of my favorites um I also have one that is a little unconventional their pen pals is dangerous rescue by Riley Edwards that is in her take back series and they actually end up like texting each other on accident and end up being friends for a really long time. And when they finally get together and meet in person, it's, you know, and there's, it's romantic suspense. So the, the conflicts and outside conflict, and then what else do I have on here? Um, And then I had for a childhood friends to lovers is I have the silent waters by Brittany Cherry. Um, That, that book destroyed me. Um, Their friend, their, friends when they're younger and something happens to her and she's selectively mute and he's really the only person that she will talk to and then they you know they kind of eventually discover each other as they get older that they have a physical attraction or whatever and then something happens to him and don't you think that one too kind of borders
0: lines a little bit on former friends to lovers because they have a good gap of time
2: yeah i would agree that's that's true i didn't think about that they do have a good gap of time
0: and After I, something happens to him. I will say I think former friends to lovers is a little more easier for me to um to believe than longtime friends to lovers or best friends to lovers that are in each other's lives and then all of a sudden like we're gonna bang it out. Um okay, uh Jenny, what do you got?
3: Well, I stopped at 40, so we um... <laughs> okay three start with three (laughs) okay um childhood friends to lovers like probably one of my tops is little lies
0: by helena hunting but they're former friends
3: but they're still around each other like i put childhood friends to lovers i also have
0: friends estrangement to lovers because he hasn't seen her in two years he hasn't spoken or seen her in two years they still have that bond but did they? Cuz they didn't communicate. They weren't allowed to really talk to each other. But they still care about each other. Okay. I'll fight you on that one cuz I think that one's are... more former friends. Because okay, of the so, estrangement. But so so are we saying that former friends is a c- completely different like I think it's in the umbrella of friends to lovers, but I think that typically in former friends We aren't having that abrupt realization. Right.
1: I would say, like, for me, Little Lies reads almost enemies to lovers because of where they are in their relationship when it starts. I think that one is very debatable. I think it can be argued a number of different ways because they have such a complicated relationship. It's really hard to pin it down in one trope. She kind of angrily
0: masturbates in front of him like that's like hate her masturbation her? like okay you i haven't read
2: this, book. <laughs> oh, you should read this book you should read
3: this
1: book <laughs> <laughs> it's really good but like now you have to read it you have to be like the the deciding vote here
0: <laughs> okay jenny so i want to interrupt you so little Lies, which is a great book but i okay, think that so... it teeters a little different than straight friends to lovers okay so how about another one we can argue okay bring it to
3: me in a jam by Kate Canterbury. That's former friends. Right, but they're friends.
0: And he never stopped caring for her. But they have no connection in their adult life. Like, she went away. And they didn't... They weren't Facebook friends. They didn't keep up with things. He didn't... She didn't know anything about his sister or their past life. Crazy, yeah. So there's a really... I guess that's the thing with former friends. There's a really solid break of time, just like in Silent Waters. There's a solid break of time where there's no communication happening between them.
3: Right. And I would agree that's easier to read and easier to probably write. Um, But I think it's the friendship still plays a role in it because you still have like he named his farm Little Stars after like something from their friendship. Um, Yeah, you do have, have those little pieces that like, give a little more than like a new relationship.
0: But I also think that with those, don't you think we don't have that problem where an author, the author has to tell us about stuff that happened in the past, and why they had that solid break. So there's not that over reliance on, hey, we were friends in the past, or we're friends now. So we don't have to have those character building moments. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's why I can handle former friends to lovers. I think that's why. Because the author has to give us more than just we're friends.
3: Okay, so how about new friendships
0: to lovers? Okay. Is that easier? For me? Yeah. I only have one of those that I like. (laughs) And that's Baden by Sawyer Bennett. But that's kind of shared trauma. So... It's already, they have this deep seated connection over their shared trauma, which, um, Shelter in Place by Nora Roberts.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a
0: shared trauma. And they have that, that they've, so. But, but yeah, but they don't get together
2: until. But they were childhood classmates. No, they weren't friends. Yeah. They didn't know each other.
0: I thought they did. He was
2: older. No, he was older. He did not. They didn't know each other until she moved back after she went overseas and he was the sheriff. He was friendly with her grandmother. They didn't know each other when they were younger.
0: Um. Okay. What else? Is that your three, Jenny? Oh, well, like
3: probably my best example of new friendships to lovers is lost track by Heidi Hutchinson that is a fade to black. Um, She has an epilogue you can read that's not fade to black but um, he's kind of like on a dating hiatus and tries really hard to like
0: develop a friendship. So this one will surprise you. Smitten by Lauren Rowe. That is new friends to lovers and it is the slowest of slow burns. Yeah. But I do like that one because the way that Lauren writes it, we have to learn about the characters as they're learning about each other. So we're not we're seeing all the foundations set in place. And the author isn't just saying, well, they were friends. And now they're moving forward. So I, you get to get the building blocks. Just like when it's instant connection, we get to see the, the how that instant connection, the meet-cute or something happens. So new friends to lovers is probably easy for me, too. Because there's not going yeah, to be, think, I think best I mean, friends to lovers is the one that really I can't.
2: Yeah, and I think this is wild. By Natasha Madison's another one that they're new friends to lovers. Kind of, Do you, yeah. would you qualify them as friends, Zoe and Victor?
0: No, no, no. Okay. No, because they're kind of an instant connection. They meet over Twitter, right?
2: No, no, I'm talking oh. about um, Zoe and Victor. He's the one that has the, he's the alcoholic and then oh. she's the real estate agent. And remember it's that's a really slow burn. And they meet that's true. when she's going to show him a new place to live.
0: Yeah. That would be new friends to lovers. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lindsay, give us three so we can get back to Jenny's list of 40.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to probably knock one off Jenny's list with this one. Dr. Strangebeard by Penny Reed. That's a really good one for friends to lovers. They're childhood friends, but she's been living away. They're still friends. She comes back to town. They, re- you know, they're together with their friendship, and then they kind of evolve from there. While she's in town, it's very complicated. It's very good. I think she handled that very well with this book. Uh, Which is get stitches, Juliet Cross. So there's like an instant. It's like an instant attraction. To Violet, friend zones him, and it's two one. years later, they've been friends for two years, and Nico's fed up of waiting. And Violet is still like, "We're just gonna be friends. We're just gonna be friends. We're j- it's good. It's I think that's also a unique. That's a pretty unique take on Friends to Lovers. And then I have another unique take on Friends to Lovers that's one of my oldest favorite books. It's Finding Focus by Jiffy Kate. Super slow burn. Super slow burn. If you do not like slow burn, don't even bother reading it because you'll hate it. She, the main character, the female main character is in a relationship on a work assignment when she meets the hero. The hero... Their meet cute is not a meet cute at all. She meets him after, you know, he's banging a girl in the hotel room next to her (laughs) on her work assignment. (laughs) They become friends on this work assignment and things progress from there. And, you know, things happen in her relationship. They wind up getting together. But the book is very, very good. I think it's a very good take on friends to lovers because it's like a new friendship. It takes place over like a couple months. They go on a road trip together. It's cute. Okay,
0: believe it's, you. It's good. Jenny or Amanda, do either of you have best friends to lovers that are like exceptional books? Do you have one or two of those, or is this one you that s- you struggle with?
2: You stole I- mine. Oh, I. Stole- it was. <laughs> it was only one regret. Was the one I had for that.
0: I'm sorry. What about you,
3: Jenny? Best friends to lovers? Yeah. I I don't think I have, like, best friends to lovers. Um, A lot of mine are, like, former best friends or new friends.
0: I have two, and these are two books that I actually really did enjoy. One was a top read for 2023. Um, Every Shade of Winter by Carrie Elks. Best friends to lovers. They're co-workers. And she's engaged to somebody else and actually pregnant, By the groom that she jilts at the altar, and then falls in love with with North. Very good. Um, and then Merciless Devil by Kylie Kent. But this is best friends that he forces her to get married in Vegas (laughs) to protect her. And I don't know. I really liked that one. I think. Did you read that one, Jenny? I don't think I read that one. That's book two in the Valentino family, the second. Okay, gen. I read book. Yeah, yeah, it was really good, and it was believable because he basically strong harms her into marrying him. She doesn't want to because she doesn't want a part yeah. of his life.
3: I think most of my like what would qualify as like best friends to lovers, I labeled as like later in life friendship to lovers, so like they haven't seen you go through all the awkward. Yeah. So it's
0: a little different. Yeah, um, is there any book that we didn't mention that you really think we need to talk about?
2: I I'm gonna say this for Heather, I would say Dax by Sawyer Bennett. <laughs> I'm just I'll I'll throw it out there for Heather. For it's the- it's a siblings best friend one too, but but I think that one's it's really good.
0: It is. That's a little bit more rescue romance, I think, than friends. But it's a good one. It's a good pick. That's a good pick. (laughs) Um, Okay. So those are our friends to lovers, Rex. Um, I think, you know, there has to be a balance between romantic friendship elements and the gradual and authentic evolution of the relationship to captivate the readers for it to be a good friends to lovers. And don't just crap out. Hey, they're friends, so we don't have to build the characters. We need to build the characters, too. Um, Okay, so guess what, guys? Guess what time it is? Guess what time? It is Book book of Uh. the Uh. week. Week. Book of the Week time. Amanda, what's your Book of the Week?
2: Um... My book of the week is the wiener down the way by Amy award. It's book two in her cocky Kingman series. And actually book one in that series is a really good friends to lovers. The cock down the block. Um, oh I do goodness. like that one. So, um, but anyway, in this one, it is uh Declan Kingman and Kelsey best. So she's a pop star. He's a football player. It has all of those feels. It is super cute. Um, there's an adorable dog. Um, all the Kingmans make an appearance. It's it's really, really cute. It comes out on Wednesday the 24th.
0: And it's also a slow burn though, right? It is a slow burn. It does not, um,
2: it doesn't pop until later in the book. Um, there's a couple of scenes, but the actual pop happens at like 70%. Okay. Um, but there's a really good meat cute and there's a lot of like emotional Attention. stuff happening it's a it's a fake relationship as well so <laughs> there's a there's a lot of stuff going on but it's it's so cute
0: jenny what's your book of the week
3: uh the beauty and scars by ml philbit which yeah there's a theme going on here i'm not the only, really, but i'm definitely binging this series so this is book three in the fractured fairy tales series um I think they get a little better each time so I'm really I just started book four I'm really interested which seems to be possibly a former friends to lovers what who is book four again
0: is that Flynn Flynn and Rosaline yeah it's Rapunzel retelling yeah um I have not gotten to that one yet so you'll have to let me know Lindsay what's your book of the week Sex in the Sticks
1: by Sawyer Bennett. It takes place in Alaska. I put off reading this a really long time because I love Alaska. I love the wilderness. I'm always like really iffy when they send a city princess into the wilderness. They did a phenomenal job about it. She's an absolute idiot about rural Alaska. She has no idea what she's gotten herself into. She's out there in her four inch heels and her five bags of luggage trying to figure out Where the car service is on these tiny little remote southeastern Alaskan islands. And I loved it. I loved it so much. She's out there. Like, what brings her to Alaska is like she is trying to date different kinds of men. She's tired of city men in New York. And her cousin tells her, Why don't you go try something different in Alaska? So she's there. It's really cute. It's there's a cute dog in that
2: one, too.
0: Yes um my book of the week was strictly yours by carrie elks it is book four in the salinger brothers series he is a pediatric oncologist and she is his cleaning lady housekeeper um but she knows who he is he does not know who she is and through a series of events she ends up at his um at this bar working as a bartender that is a front for a fight club. And he goes and fights at the fight club to work off some of his emotions for dealing with uh, terminally ill children. And so it is some deception in a hidden identity, but it was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. And it reads really fast. Um, She is studying. She's still in college. She's an older heroine. So she's in her mid thirties. She joined the army to use the GI bill to pay for college. And now she is studying to get her master's in library science. So it's just, it was really great. She did some really great things in that book. um, And it's deception trope done really well.
2: Can you read that one as a standalone or do you need to read the others? Nope.
0: Absolutely can read. I don't think there's any Carrie Elks you can't read. I guess Winterville is a little hard to not read as a standalone. Um, but any of Hearts and Creek, any of the Salinger brothers, those can all be read as standalones. Um, OK, so we're up to our new segment. And this is so exciting. I hope Gretchen is still listening. Um, can you guess the book? Each week we will share a quote from a recent or popular Buzzing About Romance read. And you have the chance to email us your guests at quote at buzzingaboutromance.com. Um, and we will announce the correct guess on the next week's show. So last week, our quote was, do you sing songs, drummer dude? And Gretchen, within five minutes of me saying the quote, I had an email from Gretchen and she correctly guessed Kiss the Stars by A.L. Jackson, which was um, it's book one in that series. And um, it was also a book club pick. Um, So here is this week's quote. So again, if you know what book this is, make sure you send me an email. Um, This week's quote is, you're being weird and not like pineapple and olives on pizza weird. So if you know the title of that book, send it, send me an email. um, And then we'll announce the correct answer next week with a new quote. Uh, Swag Packs are headed out. Oh, Swag Packs have been out. You guys should have gotten them. Um, I'm excited to share that our Swag Pack sponsor authors for January 2024 are Sienna Snow and Kayleen Winters. Swag Packs go out to fancy drinks, cold brew, and Queen Bee tier. And we still have fun buzzing about romance exclusive stickers, mood reader cards, and other fun things. And they, again, are mailed monthly around the 10th of the month, and we do ship these internationally. This perk is only mailed once monthly so if you join after the 10th your first swag pack will come the following month Um, because of you our amazing Patreons, we're able to bring you three episodes a week all members of patreon get exclusive episodes along with perks like buzzing book club which we just had buzzing book club with lucy eden last night it was phenomenal she is a delight Um, and next month february's book club it is with susan stoker So So excited. Someone might have to get merit, (laughs) a sedative.
2: A restraining order, yes.
0: Yes. Um, Stage five clinger (laughs) activated. (laughs) Um, You can find a list of all of our events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events, including happy hours, IG lives, and book clubs. And we are back with happy hours in February. We've kind of had to take some time off because of the holidays and life. And I believe our first one back is with author Amy Award. Amanda, it is, it is, we'll be making her happy hour debut in February.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try to be like calm, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see
0: how it goes. (laughs) Um, Everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for your friends to lovers book Um, until next time, everyone happy reading.
2: Find us on Instagram at BuzzingAboutRomance or on Twitter at BuzzingRomance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase & Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out BookcaseAndCoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show
1: notes.